You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. You're one of my favorite interviewers. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. That's 24-7. Zach, that is really funny. From the latest news on The Real Housewives, deep dives into celebrity legal scandals, and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars, I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. All right, today I have two very special guests. You may recognize them from Gown and Out in Beverly Hills on Prime Video or as the hosts of the number one fashion podcast, Undressed. I don't know, maybe I'll be getting undressed with them today. Please welcome Patrick and Paul. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Thank you We're for having so excited us. to be with you. Yay. Yay. I'm excited. I see all the fashion looks behind you. Hopefully you're going to. Yeah, right. we're, we're actually at the boutique in Beverly Hills at Rodeo that I've been in yeah. for 30 years. So you are actually mm-hmm. looking. We're sitting in the back of the store, but that's what it looks like. Love it. Love it. And and the name of the store for everyone to go check oh, out. My name. It's my name, Paul Atu, P-O-L-A-T-T-E-U. Instagram, Twitter. Oh, I have Thread now. Yes, you have Thread. Oh, yeah, everybody's thread. on Thread now. I, <laughs> are you, were you ever on Twitter? Is Threads new for you? Uh, Twitter, you know what I want to say? Can I, can I cuss on this? Fuck Twitter. What? Because, <laughs> I mean, we were, I mean, who wasn't on Twitter? Everybody yeah. was on Twitter. But after a while, I think Twitter just lost its luster because of all the commotion. So you just like move on to something new. You know, it's like a relationship. But I was upset because I had Twitter and I was one of like, I had a big, I had like almost 250,000 followers on Twitter because I'd really built that before Instagram. And then when Elon Musk took it over last year, somebody stole my account. They hacked my account. Uh, they stole it. I never got it back. I've been trying to get it back ever since. And they are like doing selling like financial plans and stuff like that with oh, my face no. on Twitter. It was hoping it was they were selling porn instead, because I mean, seriously, at least it was porn. It would be. You know, I hello. know people. Yeah. Maybe wanna... slide into your DMs. Yeah. Well, they'd be <laughs> yes. sliding everywhere. But it'd be on, you know. Like it'd be great because then at least you're verified content. It's right. Porn. It was it was really frustrating going back and forth trying to get the account back, and I finally just gave it up. And then when when Threads came along, I was excited to to join, and we we joined. And you know we'll we'll see where whatever. It goes. Yeah. I mean it's just another platform. Jesus, like we need one more platform. I know. Like Zuckerberg I just need... made another billion. Exactly, and like I need one more place to be posting content. We already have like five hundred of them. Yes. So many. Oh, so <laughs> but we have new content everywhere we post. Yeah. So we don't post the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why. But then it's more time consuming because you have to be creative with all the different content that you're putting on each of the different platforms because you want to make sure you're putting out content, but not like just recycling content for the sake of recycling yeah. it. Especially with both of us, because then we have the same life almost. Right. So how yeah. do you split us separately? And then He's got his own content and I have to have my own content. I mean, everybody follows me more, of course. I mean, look at <laughs> they, they do. They do. They do. <laughs> oh my God, I love oh it. God. 
Um, so because you, all the celebrities want my my little fingers to go to work for their dresses for all their award shows, so they right. know who they be nice to. And Zach, I'm a good pimp. I pimp out my husband for good. gowns, as you should, <laughs> as you should. I mean, you guys made a lot of headlines because you did Sheena's wedding, and then you spilled the tea on what went down at Sheena's wedding with Raquel yes. and Tom. Uh, but we didn't know we were spilling tea because we were just like, yeah, it happened. Like, okay, so we saw it. And everybody thought, yeah. oh, yeah, crock of shit. Like, they're just lying. And then, like, no. and then it's crazy because I saw yesterday that uh, Sheena had her wedding planner, Shelby, on. Yes, mm-hmm. she's great. And she backed up basically what we've been saying from all along. <laughs> yeah. So can you reshare for people that haven't tuned in yet or just caught clips a bit of what you actually saw at Sheena's wedding? Okay, so you were working on her gown in the bridal suite. I was downstairs in the bridal suite, and then the the boys had their own room. The girls had their own room, and then Sheena was in one room. But before Sheena got there, Patrick and I went there to be able to set up the whole room so that she would walk in and be like, oh, we're getting it was stunning stunning like all of that stuff because i like to you know do a presentation for them since we were boutique and then i he needed something we were putting things together he had to go upstairs to the room to get something yeah i think it was scissors i can't remember exactly what it was he needed me to get i come down the elevator i look off to the side i see tom raquel kissing there's like a the cave walk rock walls uh, out towards the bridal, towards the other side of the bridal suite, and I saw them there, and we discussed it, and we're like, "Well, we're not going to say anything to Sheena. It's her day." Yeah, like we're you know we're gonna like, it, and it just didn't but make what do you, sense. But what do you tell Sheena that yeah. your friends are fucking each other? Like uh, that's <laughs> no, what they yeah, do. but hey, it's nothing weird. So, how familiar were you with like Tom and Raquel? Did you kind of just know them through the show? Did you know them casually? Had you met them much before? Of course. Well, we have. We met them. But you know what? We don't. We never watched the show. So I didn't know, like, the exact characters and who's sleeping with who. I just knew that everybody was sleeping with everybody on the show. Yeah. But we know them outside the show. Yeah. So it makes a difference. Because when you're watching the show and you don't know them, you followed the storyline. Right. And when you know them in real life, you're friends with them. So you take things in a different context than you would otherwise when you're watching the show. I mean, on our show, can you believe that I'm a real bitch? I mean, seriously, <laughs> they make me out to be a bitch. On Gown and Out, I'm like this raving bitch. Yes. Do I look like a real bitch now? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Well, that's debatable sometimes. Uh, um, but no, I mean, we when we and we talked about it, and at first I thought it was maybe shorts, and uh, because the, the not the night before, but the two days before, there was a white party. Yeah. And they yeah, had and- set the whole thing up where Tom Shorts was kissing. Raquel at our table. They we they were at the us. table. Yeah, we had the best table in the at the party, and then Bravo producers came and kicked us out of the table, moved us to the back, and they used that to film the the kiss right. with uh, Shorts and Raquel. We went from being in the front <laughs> to being uh, the backdrop. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so we, you know, I thought, okay, maybe it's just more like producer bullshit. And then I was like, okay, is it Shorts? No, it's not. We talked about it several times i guess we didn't really know the extent or what was really What's happening going on yeah. until after the fact until we got back yeah and i even when i got back we did a podcast with uh david yontif oh yeah and we talked about sandoval and raquel kissing 
Um, I don't think that ever made it into the podcast, though. We talked about it. I think when we were yeah, before. but it was it was in the very early stages, and the show hadn't right. even aired yet. So we're like, oh yeah, so and so was with so and so, and then we're like with so and so. But it was like nonchalant because we didn't know the extent of what was really, really happening. Right. Yeah. And one of the questions Yontip asked me was like, well, do you think it was a producer thing? And then we're like, well, yeah, I think so because first it was Tom and. Uh, and, Schwartz yeah. and Raquel that it was Sandoval and Raquel so it just to us it was just more made up producer stuff as and, we thought and you've been on set Zach so you know when they're talking to each other in their little earpiece yeah. you don't really hear and suddenly you see them rush and then yeah and the next thing you know they're stopped and the next thing you know there's the new set being uh delivered and you're like okay they're up to something but whatever yeah, yeah. you know I, we were there for Sheena we were there for her wedding we wanted to celebrate this moment with her and Brock and the family. I mean, we know Raquel from when she was engaged to James. Yeah. They'd been to all our parties at the boutique. Yeah. So they used to come together to the parties at our store. So, and we know them because they used to live two floors down from our hair stylist from Christoph. Yeah. So when COVID hit, we used to go to the house to get our hair done. Because, you know, God forbid we got our roots showing. I mean, there's no way that we would allow that to happen. We'd go to the house. And one of the things, too, is during COVID, when nobody could get masks or anything, we started making masks out of all this designer material fabric that he had. Because no one was going to buy it. You know, who's going to buy a $10,000 gown Yeah. When, when the world is shut down? So we started taking all this expensive fabric and making it into masks. And we were, like, dropping them off to all of our friends, which... Our celebrities. I mean, you know, James and Raquel, they're were, all on they're the one list of, of them. Yeah. James was one of the first people we gave a mask to. And then Sheena, and you know, we were giving a mask to everybody. So that was kind of interesting. I mean, and look at where we're at now. I mean, if anything, it's really made Vanderpump the number one show right now. I know. But, I, mean, I have to say, though, they've really, to think that they've gone through such a beautiful life and that friendship that they've built through yeah. these years, but it's sad that it's hurt so many people to the core. Right. Yeah. I mean, seeing it from the outside is one thing, but being a part of it and now recognizing how, if you're so intimate with them to know that a person in your friend group can just go ahead and step out and screw everybody over and not give a shit that bothers. That's me. pretty, it's pretty tough. It is pretty tough. And especially because they've been, they started this all this journey all together as you know not famous not knowing anything not knowing the industry you know yeah. just working it like with sheena, Lisa. sheena and tom sandoval were one of the ogs yeah sheena so used to said, yeah sheena used to uh she was the hostess at via blanca up yeah. the street that's how we met her first years before the show even happened so it's kind it's, of interesting how it's all kind of. I together. guess I guess just a reference. I've been at my boutique for almost thirty years now at yeah. Rodeo Drive. So you know, if these walls could talk, well, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, there's a lot of info right here. Well, I mean, he's like their therapist. As it is, you guys always get so much info out of people on your podcast. Undressed. How's that going? Oh my God. It's, it's actually it's, called it's, Undressed with Paul and Patrick. And it's going really well. We're, we never thought we would do a podcast, but we're having fun doing it. We really are. Can I, can I say, Zach, that I love this more than Gowning Out in Beverly Hills? What? Because I don't have to sew. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. I just have to sit there and talk out of my ass. I love this. 
like a whole new day. It's- and you guys are great at it. You you are so conversational and you get people to open up and you get them to talk about some tea or you get them to open up about their personal lives. And it's you guys have got a good thing going. You know what I think really works for our podcast is the fact that they're all our friends. Yeah. They're genuine with us. They open up and share. It's and our set is upstairs, actually. The boutique. There's our balcony upstairs. Yeah, it's right right up there. That's where our set is. Yeah. And what happens is because they come in, we're doing a dress, we're working on, uh, you know, the textures and the layers and the colors and the details and putting together the events that they're going to be going to and the feeling that they have. In order like for them to Basically, you're like their therapist. So, they yeah. do two hour fittings. Of, uh, they do two hours of talking and therapy and 30 minutes of a fitting. <laughs> because they want to share and yeah. they know it's a safe space. Yeah. And yeah. when they talk to us, they know it's not going to go anywhere. Right. I mean, the podcast is just another extension of being able to, for them to feel comfortable to know that they're there with their friends and they're sharing just whatever it is and they feel safe and comfortable to share yeah and and they talk to us i mean they do they're our friends and they come in and some of the stuff they tell us is pretty you know but they're telling us on the air so you know we're we're gonna release it in the show they know that too i mean tracy tracy was here oh tracy tudor yeah her episode drops tomorrow actually her episode drops tomorrow actually and it's oh my god (laughs) Is it- and then I think next week we have um, Abby Lee Miller yeah. dropping. Michelle oh, was last week, yeah. or we we skipped the week, I guess, because of Fourth Nichelle, of July. Michelle Turner yeah. from Entertainment Tonight. And she, she had opinions. That girl, Whoa. she had opinions. Because, <laughs> you know, on E.T., she's got a script to stick to. Yeah. Yeah. But with us, she was like, let me tell you the way it is. <laughs> Mention it all. Exactly. Yeah. No teleprompter here. I know, right? <laughs> Nisi Nash is scheduled to come in. Yeah. So we've got like a whole lineup. We're t- booked two months in advance, actually. Yeah. That's amazing. And we love it. Yeah, so- we're having fun. I, 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 We're really having fun. I'm glad people are enjoying it. How, how long have you been doing your podcast? I've been doing mine for eight years now. Oh my God. And was it by accident or is it something planned or? Sort of. I mean, eight years ago, nobody really knew what podcasting was. Like it was so like new and foreign and I kind of just did it by chance because there was the studio and they're like, we're trying to get people to do podcasts. And I was like, I don't know what a podcast is. I was like, I'm an (laughs) on-camera talent. I'm not just voice. Cause that was before like video (laughs) podcasts were a thing. And they're like, just give it a try. Yeah. They're like, just give it a try and you know, see how it goes. And I did. And here we are eight years later, you know, and it's, it's going Um, well and it's grown so much and evolved so much. And you know, it's, it's been great. And you're having fun doing it, right? And I love it. I love it so much. I mean, if somebody could have told me 10 years ago before I even considered it that I would, this would be my job and I talk into a microphone and like, you know, have conversations with people and that's what pays my bills. Like, that's insane to me. Like, it's crazy how much our, our, you know, world has evolved with this whole new media culture where we have podcasts and Instagram and social media. And now we have threads. I know, <laughs> but I, but I, but I can tell you that the ones that are that last, and the only reason why I thought that it could be good for us if we yeah. did it, is the fact that we're authentic yeah. with our guests. Yeah, we're truthful with the information. We say it the way it is. It's our opinion, but at the same time, we're not out to bash, hurt, or 
you know, change the course of what is happening because we don't want to be that voice. Right. right. We want to be the uplifting. We want to energize. We want to get inspire. We get so many celebrities in here. Um, and can I tell can I can I tell you a little bit of tea? Tim, uh, give me some tea, Patrick. Which one? Okay, so he's doing that. <laughs> he's doing uh the new housewife of Dubai. Oh, yeah. Her opening credits gown. Ooh. She has not been announced yet. She's not even announced yet. Fucking spectacular. She's beautiful. He did the um the chapter dress for the new uh Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh. She's not announced yet. So he's been he's been pimping. I've been I, pimping him out really good. I I work. I, I I also did. I also did uh, a dress for Trish. She's a world. Oh, Trish Sheelam. She's world fashion, fitness, beauty yeah. uh, competition. She's so doing it this week. Yeah, she's in. She's going to Dallas on Thursday, and I yeah. hope she brings on the crowd. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, all, these women. I love these women. Yeah. Can I say I love these women because they they're so amazing i mean they're taking care of kids they're taking care of husbands they're right. taking care of boyfriends they're taking care of households they're taking care of businesses like they're just doing amazing things and it's so inspirational to know that they're coming to me they're seeking me out to say you know what paul i love your art i want to be able to like showcase that i want to be able to wear it and you give me confidence and build me up they do so and it does amazing exciting. zach let me ask you of course uh, you want you're a golden girls fan right you watch golden girls oh yeah okay because oh, yeah. everybody does so betty white you know that that was one of paul's clients and one of our very dear friends the whole show our tv show gowning out in beverly hills really came into idea by when Betty White came into our boutique and we almost killed Betty White. <gasps> How did you almost kill Betty White? Oh <laughs> That's a big secret. So we, uh, Paul was doing a fitting for her and it was really funny. She had pins. Wait, I'm, I'm going to say the story because just shut up. Okay, so I'm shutting up. We're, <laughs> we're standing right here in front of the mirror. In yeah. the That's the dressing room back there, obviously. Yeah. So she's standing there. We're doing the fitting for her. And I said, Betty, be careful because I have a lot of pins in here. Yeah. The whole bodice was ruched and it was being held by pins to make sure that she got to see the muslin and she was able to be happy with the way the flow of the fabrics and the textures were. Yeah. So I said, just make sure that, you know, keep your arms down so that you don't have to like hurt yourself. Well, I had lace on the other shoulder. So she reaches over to hold up the lace because she's so sweet. Yeah. She's just like that, right? I mean, it's just a natural reaction. Yeah. So she pulls up her arm to hold up the sleeve. Next thing you know, she puts her hand back down and I'm seeing, and it's a turquoise gown. Yeah. Silk, One of the most famous silk, gowns. You made. Silk chiffon turquoise. <laughs> and you know, you could see everything through. I see these red droplets all Blood over. Blood starts dripping down. down. And I'm thinking to myself, Jesus, I didn't incorporate anything red on this turquoise there. Oh, no. I look up at Betty and I'm like, Betty, what's going on? And I lift her arm and I see blood coming down. Oh, no. her arms. See, uh, my first first instinct would have been, oh, she's on her period. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) of course. (laughs) She may have been. Maybe she was in menopause. (laughs) (laughs) I was like. I was like, quick, go get some bandages, get some bandages. Oh, no. like, first, first, I told her, I said, spread your arms open because I cannot have any blood on the soap. Because right. I can't wipe it off. Right. Yeah. This is pure soap. It, this is, it's going to be impossible and I can't redo it. We only have a few days left to the award show. Yeah. So I told Patrick, I said, 
Go get some napkins right now. So I ran back. I couldn't find any bandages, no napkins. The only thing I could find was a roll of toilet paper. So I run back with a roll of toilet paper. I start wrapping her arms with toilet paper. Oh, no. She spread like this, like on a cross, spread she, eagle. She looked like Jesus. And then, and then her publicist is like, oh, my God, she's on Coumadin, which is a blood thinner. So <laughs> we're oh, like, no. oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So here she is. She's Her arms are wide open. She's got white toilet paper right. all over. Oh my and God. The paper, I think it was from Costco. It wasn't even anything like spectacular, uh, you know? So I'm thinking, okay, so the next time she came in for the fitting, I'm like, okay, I'm going to film our fittings. So we started filming our fittings and then turned it into a YouTube show. We put it on YouTube. It got millions and millions and millions of hits. Yeah, well, and then, if, you, if you try to kill Betty White, I think you're going to get millions. Of uh, so the next thing we know, we're on uh, Prime Video, Amazon Prime Video. And now we're into our fourth season. And we just got nominated to American Reality TV Awards. And we won four Telly Awards. Amazing. That's how the show happened. Yeah, last week we, we thanked won Betty White. Telly Awards and we're nominated. So we'll we'll see if we win. Yes. <laughs> Actually, Zach, can we tell your listeners they can go to vote the artists? A-R-T-A-S dot com and they can vote for our two categories till July 20th. Okay. Art Direction and Reality TV Moment. I put my facelift on national TV and it became a Reality TV Moment nomination. Oh, there we go. What's the website again that people can vote at? Um, they can either text 40691 and text the word artist, A-R-T-A-S to 40691 or just go to vote.theartist.com. Vote A-R-T-A-S. Dot, you don't even have to vote for anybody else. You can just skip all the other ones. Just vote for yeah, us. Just vote for and us. Then, and then skip the other ones. Well, there we go. I'm going to have to vote today. And I'm rooting for yes. you guys. You got and this. And you can vote every day. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to add that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add a reminder to my iCal. Definitely. <laughs> well, I think it's exciting. It's exciting that we do all the stuff that we do. Because I think we get to do it together. Yeah. And I think it, it just it kind of binds us together and gives us, you know, something to do. It's threaded us. (laughs) So you guys were really close with Anna Nicole Smith, right? Yeah. Oh my God. What were your thoughts? You were in the documentary on Netflix. What were your thoughts of the documentary? I was kind of surprised at how much we learned. And like, did you guys think that the documentary portrayed her in a good light? Like we got to see parts of her that we maybe didn't see prior. There's so many parts of Anna Nicole that so many people don't know. And you can keep saying different parts of it. Um, at this point, we would have, I, I mean, I knew her before the Anna Nicole show. I was, we were on the show, yeah. the Anna Nicole show. And um, I started with her right after, it seemed like after guests. And knowing the parts that they showed on Ursula uh, McFarland that did the documentary, it, it, it took a different um, direction because it wasn't supposed to be all the, I mean, we talked for two days. There was so much information yeah. from the book and from our knowledge firsthand yeah. as we were present. Yeah. To- so, Jack, we, we wrote the book, Anna Nicole Smith, Portrait of an Icon. Mm. And actually, any of your listeners want to buy the book, oh, they will. Okay. We'll sign it. We'll sign it and send it to them. And um, so when we saw when we filmed and did everything that we did with this doc- documentary for Netflix, I really felt after I saw it that it was really 
I think they could have done it in two parts. Mm -hmm. They could have done part <laughs> one. They could have done part. Great plug, babe. No, <laughs> only because the book has all of our photographs yeah. and mm. our friendship that, that you'll get to see with intimate things that you you wouldn't know. Yeah. And they actually got the book, read the book cover to cover. And a lot of the details that you got to see on the Netflix special are part of some of the chapters in the book. Oh, wow. but, I, but I still feel they could have done it in two parts. They should have done part one, her rise to becoming Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah. And then part two is when we met her after she already was Anna Nicole Smith, because there was so much I feel that was missed from the documentary on the second part of her life when she was Anna Nicole Smith, the celebrity. Um, but that's okay because now they're turning our book into a major motion picture. Amazing. Um, we are, we're, we've got, we're pegged, we've pegged Lily James to play Anna Nicole Smith. Wow. Um, the script is almost, you know, working on the script and, it's going to be, I, our goal is we're going to tell our story of her as Anna Nicole Smith and our friendship. And as we're doing the movie, we're also going to film a documentary of the making of our movie and reveal a lot more um, of our friendship in that documentary. So we've got two big projects that are I mean, that's honestly, exciting. there's only so much you could really convey in yeah. a two-hour documentary that spans an entire lifetime body of work for any person. Yeah. I mean, everybody, we all, I, I know how much you work, Zach. I mean, everybody does so much. How do you, how do you condense it to a yeah. two hour small little documentary that you know that the world wants to hear? But I, but I know? loved the documentary. I really did. I thought it was done very well. I love Ursula McFarland's work because she's very cinematic. Yeah. The way she films, the way she puts it all together. Um, I really enjoyed it. And I think a lot of people that don't know Anna Nicole, it really opened her up to a whole new generation of people, which yeah. is what I'm excited about. Definitely. The first part that we did the interviews, that was at our home. Yeah. Uh, and it, that Jeff Lewis uh, designed. Right. And then the second part was at the boutique which is where I was sewing and the dresses that you signed the window were Anna Nicole's actual real dresses. Real dresses, yeah. Oh, wow. Those were her. Yep. Nobody knows that because we put it behind a glass, but those were her <laughs> actual gowns. Yeah. Her 20, that bitch had a 27-inch waist in that blue dress. <laughs> I was like, We have in the most famous dress, which is this one, the gold dress, mm -hmm. the Gforia Awards. Mm -hmm. That's where she popped her boob out on stage. Yeah. Um, we have that dress on a mannequin in our dining room. Oh, uh, so we have dinner with Anna Nicole every night. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> come, over, come over, Zach. I'll make you some spaghetti. She loves spaghetti. Armenian oh spaghetti. God. He makes great Ooh, Armenian spaghetti. Ooh, that sounds yummy. I don't think I've yeah. ever had Armenian spaghetti. So yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come over. I'll make it for you. Anna loved it. Really good. When she was pregnant with Danny Lynn, yeah, she she, uh, she stole we we stowed her away at our home so that nobody because nobody can find our yeah, house. Yeah. So she came over and I made spaghetti. She's like, "This is so yummy." <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. Um, well, I mean, it was great seeing you guys at the Bourbon Room. Thank you for coming out to the show. I hope you guys had fun. It oh was fun. Yeah, definitely. It was you, great to see Lala. I can't yeah. believe she can go on stage, but you know, I mean that Bravo was bitches. so dramatic and so like so last minute. I was like so hopeful up until the very last minute that we were gonna find a way to make it work. 
Um, yeah. And we just, we couldn't, but she, I was so grateful that she even came and, you know, still took photos and hung out with everybody, which was very sweet. Yeah, that was nice. But, no, she's very sweet. They're all very sweet. I mean, yeah. that's because you're a sweet person. So how, how do you not develop a, a well, friendship? If you, if you go on Twitter, or... Paul, they may disagree. <laughs> <laughs> what we're not on we're not on twitter anymore bitch so we're on, so, twitter oh, is we just like all trolls on twitter like people are so vile on there you know what it is i think when somebody finds or or at least has a voice and yeah. is able to share it and you have a very very specific and accurate count on the way you speak you're very articulate you're very intelligent you're not just talking you're yeah. actually making sense with information that you've acquired that you fact checked and you're able to bring it to your audience there's a jealousy or an envy out there that it's like well how come he gets to do that but because you've perfected it you've yeah. been doing this for a while you know what works and you know what your personality and your boundaries are. And yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people don't understand. Wait yeah. a minute, Paul. When we're Zach has no boundaries. <laughs> I don't have any. That's true. <laughs> Sorry. I have to you, clarify that. You tell me to get undressed and I'll do it on camera. Like I <laughs> I have no boundaries. And I'm learning. I it gets me in trouble so many times. But I'm learning how to respect boundaries? other oh, people's fuck. boundaries. I do. Zach, do I have boundaries? Oh fuck. I I I don't. I have no boundaries. He, he <laughs> That's boundaries. why we get along is because none of us have boundaries. Yes. We're, we're going to Mexico. Funny story. We're going to Mexico on Saturday because my birthday was Sunday of this last week. So we're, we're going to Puerto Vallarta next uh, this weekend for a week. And we're staying at Vedanta. Fabulous resort, know. by the he way. Doesn't, he doesn't need to stay at five star resorts. He needs to stay at five diamond resorts. Thank now. you, Vedanta. Uh... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Upgrade over here. So my husband's making all these like bathing suits for me because he's he you know he can do you should see that the bathing suits are so cute. So oh my god, I'm gonna make you one. I need a oh bathing suit. Oh my god, make you a little speedo. You have oh, to see god. these little speedos he made me. They are so cute. He goes, he goes, babe. He goes, should they be a little longer? A little longer? I go, no, no, shorter. No, let them hang out. He goes, but <laughs> you can see your ass. I go, good. I need to get tan. I'm good. Oh my god, I I'm good. It. Make them short. Oh Make them. Skimpy. Everything's hanging out. Let me tell you. Thank God oh we have God. our own jacuzzi and swim a pool. Exactly. <laughs> we, may, we may start our OnlyFans this weekend. Oh my God, I love it. I love it. We'll need to. I'll need to come in and you can make me a custom custom swimsuit and we'll film it for my YouTube channel. Love it. Yeah. You, you know what? You we'll really, really show do people is- our lack of boundaries. <laughs> oh. Well, you're going to show them a lot more than yeah. boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You should come by the store and just hang out here. Do your podcast I love to. from here. When the people that walk in through those doors, I gotta tell you, oh my god! Every day it's a new celebrity. It's crazy. It's something new. Yeah. And you know, if they're having a, like a lunch across the street, they're like, "Oh, is Paul here? What's going on? What yeah. are you Where's the alcohol?" It's like I love it. Before COVID, we used to throw the most amazing parties here. We haven't done one since COVID, but we're going to again. Yeah. The last party we did here, we did a charity, um, and we collected like over $100,000 in clothing for the homeless, the LA mission downtown. We had a drone flying inside the boutique, 700 celebrities, two red carpets. Wow. Shut down. Beverly. It was crazy. I Pretty know. insane. I don't know if I could do it again. <laughs> 
Yes, you can. I have faith in you. Culture, society, on every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out, and you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app, or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Of course. Everything is open after COVID. Thank yeah. God. No boundaries is what it's going to be called. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Contracts. Oh, Nothing Jesus. wrong with that. But it's fun. It's yeah. really fun. How, What's, what gossip do you have lately? I want to know. <laughs> what gossip? Give me some dirt. What dirt do you want to know? I don't know. Like uh, Kim Zosiak. The- oh, no, they got my back God. together. They're back together. They're back together. They are. They went to, they've been going to church Kim, together. Yeah, but don't, <laughs> Kim, but don't you believe, Zach, that it's all, it was all bullshit. It was all fake. I think the whole thing was fake. It was for press to her, to, to bring some big attention to her because suddenly now they're all back together. Everything is great after they got all that press. They got enough press to pay off their bills for a couple of weeks. It was insane. Like the 911 calls and the accusations for them to just immediately be like, okay, we decided to call it off. We're going to church today. I was like, what the fuck is happening? I don't, I don't buy it. Probably have to go to church because you know, when that little money thing comes around. Oh yeah. They're like, like, we're going to make some (laughs) donations. Oops. (laughs) <laughs> yes she's going in with her big birkin yeah <laughs> she can stuff to donate to her to her gambling fund i predict next she's going to be on a ultimate girls trip <gasps> oh i think yes. on girls trip and they do this all for publicity smart i'm saying it here today why does she just become lesbian like the rest of them like kyle. i'll just go in lesbian <laughs> like kyle oh what are your I thoughts on the whole talk- what are your thoughts on the whole Kyle situation with Mauricio? We love Kyle. She's, a, she's we can't we can't touch the Kyle. I mean, we can't we we're what did Michelle say? We can we cannot confirm or deny. No, that's not <laughs> what Michelle said. I I refuse to comment on this subject. Yes. <laughs> We know too much. We can't. We're not the right people to ask. Oh, now, We're not the right people. Now we have boundaries, Paul. <laughs> Look, I'm in a little square box. Look at this. Like, cool square box. Listen, I say be happy. Life is too fucking short. So whatever you need to do to make yourself happy, be happy. I, I will say, though, that a lot of these producers and a lot of these production companies and these networks, they tear couples apart. It's yeah. not easy to film. And like whatever we're filming, they're always trying to break us up. I always. Know. Zach, why do they want to break us up? I don't understand. The drama. Yeah, it's crazy. The drama of it what? It's it. Yeah. They don't care. They, we they... have more drama when we're together. <laughs> they're broken up. We've got nothing. <laughs> nothing. Listen, I think. 
I think what Bethany said about Kyle and Mauricio was probably the best thing I've heard any of them come out and say, and that's that they've been together for 27 years. And that in and of itself is an accomplishment, whether they find a way back to each other, work things out, decide to separate. The fact that they were even able to stay together for 27 years and be on reality television for over a decade and have their marriage on that show for over a decade, that in and of itself is such a huge accomplishment. And we should be looking yeah. at it as what an, a beautiful love story. They built this family together. They built this life together. We don't know what the future is going to hold for them. They may find a way back to each other or not. But, right. you know, we should celebrate what they've accomplished. Because sometimes not something's not always meant to last forever. But that doesn't take away from the fact that it was still really good for a really long time. And we built something strong with that for so long. 100%. I, well, I was looking, I was watching today with uh, the Today Show when they were talking about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. And, mm. Oh, my God, that is getting so ugly <sighs> and so nasty. And I just, I don't get it. If you're with somebody all this time, you have kids with them, you build a life with them. Why does it have to end so messy? Yeah. Maybe, maybe people fall out of love. Maybe yeah. they don't have to be together forever. I mean, we've been together 20 years. I told you, you better never fucking divorce me. He'll kill me before we divorce. When you find my body in a ditch, you know that means we were meant for divorce. There will never be a divorce here. You know why? Because I will tie this bitch up, put him in the tower, give him one little sandwich a day and say, have you changed your mind yet? There is no divorce here. (laughs) He will, Zach. You heard this voice today. Yes. But you know what This is going to be played in court once you go missing, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, he'll have he'll have a GPS on his ass. We'll know where he's at. We'll know which tower he's residing in. Oh my god! But I, but I feel like I think people these days should celebrate more of each other. Mm. Celebrate yeah. the accomplishments. Celebrate all the challenges that and the hurdles that a relationship number one has to go through. Reality TV tests you. Children that you raise are going to put you through. All the the businesses that you hold and the kind of company you keep and the friendships that you develop through the time, people should recognize that that in itself, to stay where you are, is harder than to attain it. And a lot of people don't recognize, they think that just because you have money, you're set. Just because you're pretty, it's good. And you have things handed to you. No, bitch. I work every day, yeah, yeah. you know, just because I'm rich, I still need to wake up at four o'clock in the morning, put my face on and yeah. get to my private jet to get to my destination. <laughs> yes. You know, and there's traffic out there sometimes to get to the nice airport. It's hard. But yeah. you know what I think it's, I think it's sad in the day and the, this age of reality TV. And it didn't just start now. It's always been that way. The Anna and Nicole show, I'll tell you a secret about the Anna and Nicole show. They made Anna look so bad on that show. Like Mm. she was disorganized, disheveled, didn't know shit, was always out of it, but they would always trick her. And I used to say the producers would mentally mind fuck her. They would give her a call time and say that we're going to be coming at 10 o'clock, right? To film. Then they would show up with cameras at six o'clock in the morning so that she looks like she just rolled out of bed. She did get the reaction. They got the reaction that they wanted. That was the organic reaction that produced. That's what they do. They're making a show. They're making something entertaining. And people that are watching it are entertained and excited by it, but they don't understand that the people like us and other people that are on the other sides of the camera that are being filmed 
it's it's not easy. It's not easy to really navigate those cameras and everything in your face. It's a delicate balance for sure. It is. It's a delicate balance because you, like you said, we have no boundaries. And when that camera starts rolling, the only place they don't follow you in, although our little uh, microphones do, is in a bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, let me turn you off at least for that, for some privacy, which is, there is none. Right. And you're able to get to share with the world all that you are and we signed up for it we love it we enjoy it and we do it together so we feel that when the cameras are on we're the same as when the cameras are off yeah and i feel most people saw it that way and see the genuine nature that you are they won't come at you on twitter because you know they still come at you on twitter no they still come at you on twitter because i think because that on doesn't read it i do no and i think it's because that on authenticity triggers people you know they can't be themselves so when they see somebody else being fully themselves unapologetically i think it triggers them and that's why they feel like they need to be nasty yeah i agree 100 percent. but i also think it's you know they're they everybody has the right to create their own destiny. Yeah. And if they don't have the the bravery to step out of where they are and pursue something that yeah. they really want, then you can't, you know, I, I can't apologize for them. And they can't, you know, you can't have sympathy for them because they've chosen not to walk on that, you know, that on that cliff and jump off and go for what they want. It's not easy. It's yeah. not easy. It really isn't. No, I mean, I when we you. were taping, I, I, we weren't, I mean, we weren't really taping. Well, when we were there at um, Tina's wedding yeah, and we were on several episodes, people called us and they go, you were at the wedding, you know, Sheena. I'm like, oh my God, Did, was you this down. you? <laughs> yeah. Like, do, do you not know oh, that God. I know? <laughs> yeah. Do you not know that I know so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so? It's like, but they forget. And then they're like, attacking you for things that they don't really know us for. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Take the time to get to know who these characters are. We're not just characters. We're real people. Yeah. Yeah. We're real people. We're just living our life in a different medium. Yeah. I, I used to sit with Anna Nicole Smith because Anna Anna is the one, I will tell you, that taught me what a Google alert was. That's how smart she was. <laughs> Back then... Back when this was like what 16, 17 years ago, we were I was with her and she was on her computer and she, I kept seeing all these ding ding ding. Remember, we had America online back then. Mm-hmm. You probably don't even, I don't even know if you were even born, Zach. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> how old are you? I'm 30. You were at my 30th oh, birthday. Oh, okay. You were like the birthday. You were in high school, but I didn't know it was 30. Jesus. Uh, anyway, you were in high school. She used to sit there and I would see all these dings come through on her computer in America. I'm like, Anna, what is this? She goes, Oh, those are Google alerts. I'm like, what? She goes, You go and she showed me you put your name in and then you'll get an alert of what she would look on the you know yeah see when what was saying about her every day and um and just cry cry and cry at how horrible people were to her in the press and they didn't really know her which was which was really you know which was really sad people judge and they're really quick to pass judgment without really getting to know you yeah um wait i have a question zach who would you want to meet that you haven't met yet who would I want to meet? Um, somebody that you like want to interview or meet or hang out with, or you know, I would love to meet Gwyneth Paltrow. I find her so fascinating. I'm such a goop lover, and I'm so into like all the crazy goopy wellnessy stuff that I 
I would love to meet Gwyneth Paltrow. She would be a good one. Yeah, she yeah, would be a good right? one. Yeah, she would. I want to have She's some. Very mar- yeah. I want to have some martinis with her and let her guard down and get the best. You know, I want to hear about her sex dungeon with Brad Falchuk. <laughs> yes. Okay. They have to have one, right? Fucking they have American to have one. Story, they have to have one. There's no fucking oh, way. They no, don't. no, no. Or Kim There's Kardashian. No I would love Kim Kardashian. Right. So yeah. smart. So savvy. So like the empire that Kim has built for herself. I would pick Kim over at Gwyneth. Gwyneth, I just find her so fascinating. But Kim, I just feel like there's so much more there. Well, I do, agree. Who do, would you like? Who would you like to fuck? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm you know, it's so funny. I'm like I've been so like out of my own. I just started dating again for the first time in a really yeah. long time. Like I've been so off the market. Um, and I just had sex for the first time in a really long time that it was just like, um, I'm like <laughs> refinding my sexuality. Who would I want to fuck? That's a really good question. Um, who am I, who do I find so hot right now? I mean, Ryan Gosling is having his moment in the Barbie world. Yeah, he's pretty hot, right? He looks good. Yeah, he does look good. He's always been yeah. hot. Yeah, he has. What a- I remember when it was... Like, give, me some, give me somebody that's like, you know, like you've been dreaming about. Like, <laughs> you had a past. Like, who would that be? Uh, that I've been dream Like, that... Uh, what do you mean? That's not a celebrity? That just gets your, like, like, it just gets your motor running. Like, you're like, Damn! Every time I see that guy, there's just something about that. <laughs> I know who mine is. Who's yours? Can I say it? You're gonna attack me! Oh my god! That no, never mind. Gonna leave my life. <laughs> who is Hugh it? Jackman. Oh, Hugh oh Jackman. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, so fucking hot. Boy from Oz, so hot. He's not that hot. He's pretty hot. <laughs> that that's only because I'm gonna. No, you can't even say this. I'm tell you a story. No, you're no, not. I'm you are not going to say this. Yes. Air. Oh I, my I'm god. Hugh. So okay. So we're we're in New York. Uh huh. We love to go to Broadway. We went to the Boy from Oz. We saw the whole uh, play. It was gorgeous. He was amazing in it. I mean, the performance was excellent. Hot. Like so so good. Yeah. And we left. And when we walked out, you know how uh, a lot of the theater goers, fans, and autograph seekers are all on the different sides of Broadway when they're going to open up the doors for all the actors to exit. So there's a limo park right there on the on the sidewalk. I can't believe where the saying. doors and you know they've got it cordoned off. It's really really wide, and there's at least 500 people on either side of the rope. Right, yes. we're on the other side of the limo, and I'm kind of a little you know on the petite side so i'm not as tall yeah you know as mr six two and a half over here yeah so he's towering over the limo so he can see straight through and i'm like you know kind of like pulling my hair up on my tippy toes trying to see what's going on i'm like okay well let's keep walking he goes no 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 let's just see if hugh comes out like we don't know who's going to be coming out he does well hugh jackman does come out Looking so fine. Looking so, so fine. Oh my so god! Exceptionally <laughs> fit, and is like talking to everybody. Really sweet, you know, taking pictures, doing autographs, and he's not even interested in coming to the limo. Yeah. Until he lays eyes on this one. Me. They connect. I don't know how. We did. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what happened. And he reaches over, like from afar, and goes. And signals him to come over. Yeah. And I thought to myself, true story. Is he talking to like who is he talking to? Like it can't be like any of us, <sighs> right? Blondie. 
there's too many millions of people here. So guess what happens? Security actually makes an entire aisle way. The Red Sea parts. All these people are starting to part for him to walk through to get to Hugh Jackman. I did. And it's like E.T. <laughs> Hugh Jackman is reaching out. This one's reaching the yeah. other way. And I'm like holding on to his belt loop behind him as people are closing in. I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. This is my husband. Oh, oh my God. God. I'm trying to get through. Oh, my God. I have to tell you. My this. biggest regret, I didn't get to go home and fuck Hugh Jackman. Sorry. What did, he, Jack, what did he want? Why was he calling you over? Me. Me. To go home with him. He wanted him in the limo to, to yeah. go off. And I and then he was turns, faithful. And he turns over. He turned over to Hugh and he goes, like, he points at me. Yeah. I'm like, little, little. I have a boyfriend. And he's like. Years ago. Oh. Yeah. He was so disappointed. My biggest regret in our 20 years together, I could have went home with Hugh Jackman. Oh, my gosh. I mean, was was he not down for a threesome? Oh, my God. I have boundaries. Listen, I love a good threesome. A good threesome on a good night is always a good time. I, you know what? That should We should have done a threesome. Well, uh, let's call him. <laughs> oh, now. Oh my god! <laughs> that is my biggest regret. Oh my god! Why I is love it regret because that would have been amazing sex. Oh my god! Like, how do you know? It would have been a great. So you're it would have having amazing sex. No, we're having great sex, but it would have at least been amazing. a great story. No, amazing, amazing. Are you kidding? Amazing sex. We, oh my god! What if you know he? What, what if it was? What if it wasn't? What if it wasn't great sex? Like, what if it was like really bad? That's, at least it would be a good story. Right. Yeah, but then the ending would be like, eh. no, because then the story would have gotten so much easier. It wouldn't be so climatic. <laughs> we have a lot of we have a lot of sex. We do. That's because your mind's always on Hugh Jackman. It is not. Day are we? Are we, how how often are we having sex daily after twenty years? Yeah, probably daily. No, at least daily every other day, day, maybe a couple times a day. Sometimes is that well, what do you? Have, you guys seem like you have such a healthy relationship, which is like especially rare in the gay world. What do you think has been the key to like keeping it hot? I never say no. He never says no, and we, you know, we're fun. I and never say no, but we're fun and we're adventurous. When it comes to sex, you should never deny your partner intimacy. Mm. Yeah, ever. It's not just sex, it's intimacy, because you want that connectivity, you want that romance, you want the first day that he laid eyes on you to be every time he sees you. Yeah. You want that to always be present in your relationship, to always be a part of the world you're in. Because I don't understand why a lot of the gays or even in the straight world they all want to tear each other up i'm like why yeah. why do you just need to have sex with us like i don't get it yeah. like can we just go to dinner and have a meal and share right. stories and ideas and get to know each other why does it have to be sex like why like i don't need to be a notch on your belt i know you've slept with all of west hollywood yeah me being with you means i have to be the same and i'm not interested in that i have yeah. an amazing partner yeah who fulfills me doesn't just satisfy me but fulfills me emotionally fulfills me spiritually fulfills me when it comes to intimacy and 
it, it just it has to be rounded. I don't want to go elsewhere looking for anything. I yeah. just don't. And if I don't have it in him, we have a conversation. And I say, you know what, yeah. babe? I really would like this to be a little more pronounced. I really would like this to be something that I think I feel like I need. I'm not sure. Mm. And you want to be able to work together to try to identify what it is because we're living, we're doing a journey. Like we're going on a journey and I want right. that journey to be as satisfying and fulfilling for him as it is for me. And I'm, he chose me. I chose him. Now it's up to us to make it work. And we do. And and we're very sporadic too. Whenever, you know, we have fun all the time. We could just be like, we're on the train in Peru and suddenly we're fucking. <laughs> I don't want to to tell you when he was when he was trying on his little skimpy speedos in the dressing room. What? Oh my god! But I mean, don't you feel that to be something that should be yes respect by all humans? Yeah, I think the older I'm getting, the more like interested in that connection and that intimacy. Like, I think that's even why I stopped like just having sex for a while. Like, I just I feel like it's so much like I need to have a connection with people, you know, rather than I mean, listen, there's always time for fun to have fun. But I just feel like I value that connection and that intimacy a lot more. Okay, so there was a a recent situation. So like I said, I took myself off the market. But there was a guy that came in out of nowhere. He kind of just, and I did not like him at first, but we ended up really hitting it off. And, And then... I don't know. He kind of pursued me a little bit at first and and then it kind of like became a little bit of a vibe and then it kind of stopped really cold. And then we ended up developing a friendship recently. But I just kind of realized one, I think it helped me get back on the horse, but I also feel like it helped me realize like he wasn't really giving me what I know I deserved. Um, and I don't know, it just, it kind of made me do a lot of inner reflection and, and figure out what it is that I want. And I want somebody that is going to choose me. I heard you guys say that, that like you're choosing each other. And I think that's, sure. that's, I think what I'm looking for right now is a connection and somebody that I can build with, not somebody that's just like, you know, a good lay that, you know. Is but gonna... see, when you have the intimacy, yeah, I feel like, the sex is a different aspect. Yeah. It's like having dinner, you're having Chinese food, you're in you're in Mexican food, you want to have Japanese, you want to <laughs> have an American burger, but it doesn't mean you have to go to different places for that. You have to be with the same you take that same person to those restaurants. Mm. You want to be able to be with that person then you know, enjoy all the other things that you can explore with each other. Because I also think that the safety of the exploration is so much fun. The journey is so much fun. And the intensity and the connectivity that you end up with because of that, as long as it's mutual, then it makes for a great, like, a connection yeah like ricky martin and the, the husband one yeah they're getting a divorce they're getting a divorce and they're like oh well he's with a porn star now he's like oh, oh he's God. with the porn star like honey <laughs> that porn star has been in their relationship for a while <laughs> because that's how he that thinks he thinks thing. that they had a three-way with the oh, porn star dude i mean that's seriously. what he thinks. 
Mm. You don't you don't end up with a porn star because you hired him a couple of times and you know he's <laughs> looking to put another notch on his belt. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Nothing except a porn star. Good for you, but seriously. But you just have to keep your life and your love and your and your sex fresh and fun and interesting, or else it, it gets boring, then you know what I mean? It's like once a week we'll just open up the gay Kama Sutra, close our eyes and pick a page, and that's what we're doing that <laughs> night. <laughs> that's the, the, the special once a week you know uh that we just pick one and we try it and you have to you have to just be adventurous and fun and do some crazy shit but you know what everybody deserves <laughs> intimacy and i don't think a lot of people understand what intimacy is yeah. i think a lot of people they are afraid of intimacy i think you're right oh, maybe why why do you think yeah. they're afraid of intimacy though because if they have to go intimate, then they have to allow themselves to be seen. And I think people don't, they want to be seen, but they're afraid that if you see me, you're going to leave me. You know, it, it, people don't want that rejection. They don't want that abandonment. They don't want to not feel chosen. Or do they want to be seen on their own terms? Well, I think if you're and seen on your own terms and you're hiding parts of yourself, you're hiding the shadow, right? You're not showing everybody yeah. the 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 bad and ugly sides of you because you're afraid if you see the bad and ugly sides of me, they're not going to choose to stay with me because it's going to scare people off. And there's definitely no filter. No. And the that, lights are <laughs> yeah. That's why I show all of me. You know, I'm just, I put it on. I'm like, listen, this is what it is. Take it or leave it. And, and so far, nobody's taken it. You know what, though? I I'm love still on the shelf. Perfect. I'm about to go on the clearance rack soon. I'm still on the shelf. <laughs> you would never go on the clearance rack. And if you do... Well, it is Amazon Prime Day. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. Have a sale. Order, order Zach. <laughs> what's, your, what's your ultimate... Like, what do you think makes for, like, your ultimate person? Like, what is it that you think you're looking for that you... Yeah, what's your checklist? Yeah. Oh, my God. I haven't done a checklist in a while. I mean, I want somebody that can make me... One, I want somebody that will actively choose me and somebody that can just make me feel safe um, and somebody that I can build a future with, right? I want somebody that's that's bold and ambitious and wants more than what they currently have, that's grateful for what you have, but also wants more because that's kind of where I'm at. I'm very grateful for where I'm at and what I have, but I want to experience so much, so much more and I want to accomplish so much more. And so I just want somebody that will ride the roller coaster with me. I don't need you to drive it. I don't need you to do anything, but hold my hand and ride it with me through the ups and the downs and we get to a good fun destination who knows where it's going to take us but i just want somebody you know that's willing to ride with me see i i wish more people would see it the way you just described it yeah. because it's not getting to the destination yeah because there's so many so many detours along the way that you're going to so stop and and take in like the scenic route like you're going to stop over you're going to pull over and you're going to look at the valley Yep, and you want that journey to be with someone special that you know you can feel safe with, yeah, and enjoy. And I think not that enough, not enough people yeah. like really think about like the values of that person, right? Like we think like he needs to be six five and preferably you know have nice pecs or have a four hundred one k or you know has a good job. Like we and those are great like metrics to have, right? But I feel like when it comes down to it, I feel like those values are what's really going to matter because i mean you can lose a 401k you can lose your pecs you can get a belly like so many of those superficial oh god things. no no belly oh zempic uh, in uh, no belly 
shoot yourself no. up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but what? It, but my point is that like that all of those things can change and can fade. But at the end of the day, who the person is is what you're stuck with. Right. You know, and if that yeah. person, you know, if you guys share those common values and you share those same ambitions, then I feel like you can continue to actively choose each other and grow together and be able to say no to Hugh Jackman when he calls you over, but you have a man. Fuck. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was I can honestly uh, say he chose me over Hugh. Yeah. I did. Even though he forgot. That's why. That's why I never say no because I know he's got his number. He that was. <laughs> I love it, oh, Paul Patrick. Thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast today. This was so much fun. You guys truly have no filter, and we got to really just dish. Uh, we love, love you, Zach. Yes. Thank you for having us. This was great. Long time coming. Yeah, yeah. you'll have to, you'll have to come be on ours. Yeah, yes. you gotta become on ours because I, I need to drill you about this man now. Oh no, <laughs> I know. As I once I said it, I was like, oh fuck, I'm gonna. I was like, hold on, put the words back in. Um, yeah, we'll see. So one of the things Paul does on our podcast every week is he reads our celebrity guests. Armenian coffee cup grind. <gasps> Ooh, I would love that. In store for them. Yeah, it's very cool. And he's fucking accurate 100% all the time. You mm-hmm. should you should listen to Tracy's. Tracy yeah. Scooter. Okay. Oh my gosh, she was like, what? Yeah. What? Yep. Like every single one that I've done so far have come out. Like I did True. Adrian Everything. Loops. All of them. I did uh, Sheena's. Tracy. I did Sheena's. It's like crazy. Yeah. Like every single one I've done, they're like, what? No, wait a minute. That can't be. It's crazy. Like it's coming true. So I don't know. Y'all have to come on and take a little sip and see where it goes. Yes. All right. Listen, I'm good at spilling the tea, but I'll take a sip too. There you go. (laughs) You'll spill the, you'll spill the tea while you're drinking your Armenian coffee. There we go. Exactly. (laughs) I love it. Thank you guys so much. Right. And your podcast, Thanks, your Thank podcast you. is Undressed with Paul and Patrick. And then you guys also have yep. Down and Out in Beverly Hills on Amazon Prime, Prime Video. Thank you guys. I appreciate yes. you. And everyone needs to go vote for you. Can you remind everybody what the number is now yeah, that they've fallen in you love can with text, you? Yes, you can text 406. Oh, I'm sorry. Text 40691. Text the word artist, A-R-T-A-S, or go to vote.theartist.com. Awesome. And we have two categories, reality TV moment and art direction. And if anybody ever wants to come say hello, we're at the boutique all day. Come visit us. Yeah, if you need a gown, send them here. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Zach. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. I love them. They are so funny, so unfiltered, and just such a blast. Um, Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Patrick. Please, guys, go and catch undressed with Paul and Patrick. They are such a hoot. And hopefully I do get to do their podcast soon because they were a lot, a lot of fun. Um, If you want to keep up with me, you can always keep up with me at Just Plain Zach all over the internet. You can catch the podcast at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. If you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button on your way out if you enjoyed the content. And if you want more, hit that little bell button. That way you get those notifications coming in. You always get the tea fresh, hot and fresh. 
Oh, I almost I almost sang R. Kelly's Ignition, and then I realized that's probably not we're not allowed to sing that anymore, right? But it's such a good song. It's not remixed to Ignition. Okay, I won't do it. I won't do it. Um, thank you guys for listening to Hashtag New Fields with Zach Peter. New podcast episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on all podcast platforms. So subscribe if you're enjoying the show. Go leave me a nice Apple Podcast review. I love you, and I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Love you. Mean it. Ciao for now. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.